0: Football on off the ball with Sky, all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports. I'm delighted to be joined by the Republic of Ireland and Hull City defender Cyrus Christie. How are you keeping Cyrus?
1: Yeah, all good, thank you. Yourself?
0: Very well. Scoring some wonder goals these days, I see.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've scored a few. Probably should have had a few, to be honest. But yeah, it's nice to get on the score sheet and. Obviously participating in a win. It's always nice when it's a winner as well. And obviously being a former Swans scoring against Cardiff makes it even nicer as well. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a it's been a good season so far.
0: Yeah, it did seem as though it was one of those matches that meant a little bit more to you, uh with the goal with the winner, with uh your role, I think, in Callum Robinson's penalty miss where you were, you know, just given given a little bit. What happened to Irish loyalties? Ah, uh, no,
1: loyalties went out the window there, didn't they? Um, <laughs> yeah. no, listen, it was um yeah, it was one of them. It was just you know, sometimes you just have a feeling, I had a feeling he'd miss, but you know, he kind of had to just try and delay it a bit. But yeah, like I said, obviously being at Swansea and knowing how much that game means and to people, obviously even after I was getting so many messages as well about it, which made it even made it even better. But yeah, to like I said, being involved in the game, you know, but it wasn't it wasn't just about me scoring a winner. There was there was a lot of people that performed very well and you know, as a team and <clears throat> since the managers come in, you know, we've We've upped our game and we've, we're showing people really what we're capable of and I still think there's a lot more to come from us.
0: You put yourselves right back in the mix for a playoff place, four points off the playoff positions as well, one defeat in the last nine. I was interested in your comments after the game in, in how you saw the match out and you mentioned that word shithousery of, you know, getting better at those sort of dark arts of... Is that something you've spoken about as a group of... Would you have sensed that maybe you were too nice a team at, at, at the start of the season? Yeah,
1: 100%. I think even now we're still too nice. So we went to Sheffield United the other week and and they've done it to us all game. You know, they've got a lot of boys that are experienced. And within this team, I don't think we do it enough. Um, oh, there's not enough of us doing it, to be honest. Um, you know, we need to understand when we can slow the game down when we're winning. Um, just the right moments to just kill their momentum sometimes because when we we can be under the caution that that happens in games where teams have their little spells of five ten minutes we have to understand that when it's the right time to to slow the game down and and do little f- do little things to to sway the sway the game in our favor and you know many teams have done that to us and and we need to be better as a team on, on a whole at, at doing that because you know it, it is a it's a big part of the game and at Fulham we used to do it quite a lot and it really really did benefit us a lot and you know it would just it would happen start from in training and then it would translate into the game and you know i think it's it is definitely a big part of the game and 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 that's a a good way to also control the game when maybe you are under a bit of pressure
0: If we think of the masters of it, it's often Atletico Madrid and Diego Simeone. And when Matt Doherty went over last week, everyone's thinking, what will he learn? What will he bring back to the Irish camp? uh, Maybe for that game against France in a couple of months' time. It's interesting you talk about being really good at it at Fulham. Is it something that comes from the manager? Is it something, is it a mindset? Is it something actually on the training ground? Do you have a plan for the final 20 minutes of a game if it's a tight match and you're leading as to, you know, you employ the ball boys? How does that actually work on the pitch?
1: Um. It, I thought it kind of just came from it just it happened in a game where we we kind't of, we had lost in a game where we probably shouldn't have. and it just kind of just stemmed from there we we spoke about it and then we didn't want it to happen again, but we already had lads in the team that obviously were quite good at it anyway, um to be honest in in their own little way. So you know we had it was quite an experienced team, a team that had been there and, and knew how to to get out of the league and in in this group we are we are quite inexperienced we' quite a young team. Um, you know, we've had a lot of players that obviously haven't played in this league, also as well. But you know, it's it's definitely something that we can add to our game, and, and we need to show that nasty side. And I think every team that at the at the top and at the at the peak of their games, they they have they have that nasty side to them. And you know, I think we're starting to show that over the weeks. You know, even in our defending, the, the amount of clean sheets now we've kept in the in the last nine games, I think we've kept five, whereas before we we couldn't keep a clean sheet. So you know, we we are showing that we are a, a team that can, that can do both sides of the game at this moment in time.
0: It sounds like you're, you're very happy and you're very settled at Hull after a couple of years of, you mentioned the time at Swansea, at Nottingham Forest, we'd Conor Howard on the show a couple of weeks ago, who was probably in a similar scenario where he was a Premier League player attached to a Premier League club, but was spending time out alone and moving all around the country. Like you've gone Forest, Swansea, Hull, very different parts of a very big country you've just turned 30 recently enough I, I when you're looking at a move to hull and a permanent transfer are your is your decision making process different to when you were 21 22 as to what you weigh up as to how you choose a club
1: um i'd say so yeah um obviously it's it's always going to be there's always going to be that factor but i think more for myself over the over the years and and the, and the last few years that i've had it's it's more just to find happiness and love really to be honest and and enjoy myself I think at Fulham I was like I've I've touched on before i was never really given an opportunity to to showcase my ability and and what I'm able to do and you know I I spoke on it before I think I allowed different factors to to affect me and and affect my inner peace really and you know I then I maybe tried too hard to to impress when I was given the opportunity but it was it was never a run of games and it was always it was always tough And, and I think from from day one when I came in obviously Fredo was still there and you know, obviously the fans loved him and then he left and, you know, me and Fredo are two very different players um, and I, I just think, in, in a sense, maybe people just didn't take to me as they should but it's not their fault. I mean, I wasn't able to to play, runner game after game after game to to actually be able to give an opportunity. So, yeah, it was tough and, you know, it was not enjoyable. I understand there were some great memories with the promotions and, they were obviously the highs, but obviously also as well. There was a lot of lows. And, and then I go on loan to Forest and I go and play 44 games, do well. And then I come back Fulham, I can't really touch on what happened. I'm not allowed. But then for six months, I'm in the squad and not in the team. I'm I'm training on my own. And I wasn't allowed in the training round at certain points. And um, then that's tough as well. With Obviously, then my my missus was, was ill with a baby. Obviously, it was she was very ill actually was it was quite a scary time so then I had that to deal with as well and and then going to Swansea that's where I really kind of realized that you know you you, as a footballer you have to look for where people are gonna are gonna take to you where people will will see you for you and 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 your ability and and really want to really want to love you for your football And, and I went to Swansea and from day one they took to me the fans took to me the the manager and and then that's when I found my best you know my confidence was high and and I went there and I think three goals five six assists in in 20 games which is which is a good return and, and I was playing really well and then you know to come to come to Hall obviously it was quite late and you know and there was a there was a few different things in in the window and it, it could have ended up differently but it's worked out for a reason and you know like I said I'm I'm enjoying my football here that like I said the fans the fans have taken to me and you know, it's it's great when you you hear them chanting your name, and I know from from the owner right down to the manager that that they they like my ability, the way I play football, and and you know, it's it's a different role for me as well because I am one of the older statesmen and I'm a I'm a leader in this team. So you know, I've had to take on on that different role, and it's it's been really good for me. And and like I said, it's it's more, you know, in maybe in the younger years you're you're chasing different things, but for me, it's just been about yeah, chasing that enjoyment and that happiness and. And for me to feel at my best and and for me to feel happy and, and my family to feel settled. So, you know, it, it's been great.
0: That inner peace that you talk about, how out of kilter was that during those months at Fulham? I know you're restricted in what you can say, but like football is a very harsh business and you're not around the first team squad. And from the outside, all people see is like Cyrus Christie's not playing. There's clearly an issue. It's probably with the player. You know, he's probably a bad And If he's not allowed to be on the training ground, there's probably something going on there. And you've got this huge event going on in your personal life as well that nobody outside your inner circle knows about this, this massive personal stress, but you're a very public figure. How, how do you deal with that?
1: I think part of me, I've always been strong mentally, but you know, I think, like I said, at at Fulham, I kind of just, I think for a bit of time, I I lost myself about realizing it till till when I took a step back and, and, and and for me, I think I'm one of them. I, I do analyze things and, I do like to I had to step back and and then retrace my steps to maybe see what had gone wrong but sometimes it, you can't actually it's not what went wrong it's just these things happen and and maybe there's no return and and it, it did get to the point where I knew that it was time to leave and I couldn't leave in in time and then obviously everything going on with with the baby being coming premature and, and my partner you know that you know touching she could have she could have passed away and and then that was tough to deal with and then obviously everything that was going on like I said it was just yeah, I think I just knew that for me personally, I, I don't want to come in and upset a change room. I, I know that and that's always been me. Like I would never want to disrupt someone else's progress. So for me, it was just to come in and, and smile and, and be happy. And I just had to do it for myself um, more than anything. And, you know, it, there was always that part of me in the back of my mind that wanted to to prove a point and wanted to, to keep going and maybe wait for that opportunity. But, you know, I think part of the problem was I was always – wanted to prove a point maybe to the wrong people uh, when I was there. And and I think that's maybe kind of what made things worse because, you know, there would be games I'd play well and I'd do well. And then I wasn't able to follow up consistently for, because I'd be back on the bench or I wouldn't be in the squad or whatever it might be. So, like I said, I was never able to really build up that that relationship with maybe the fans and, and whatever not. And, you know, it, it's tough to take. Cause it's such a good club and I really did enjoy my time there. And, you know, I, I would have loved for things to, to work out and, but I can't look back on on that with with any regret. it was it was a it's a massive learn, learning progress like you're always learning regardless of of what your age is and you know and, and then, like I said, I think for the last I think year now it was when I joined Swansea you know it's been it's been a fantastic year and it's it's made me able to see football and and life in a different perspective.
0: Uh, so, Liam Rosinia, your your manager now. If if we were to ask him about what makes you take and what gets the best out of you, is it the arm around the shoulder approach, or is it the kick up the backside approach?
1: <laughs> I thought, oh, you might have to ask him that. I think he's gone for both. Um, he did kick me up the arse the other day, actually. To be fair, um, oh yeah. As a manager, obviously, I played against him, and you know, I, I spoke to him in the summer fairly enough when he was at Derby as well, and you know, I've got the utmost respect for the, for this manager and. You know, as a player, you know, what he what he achieved as well. And he's come in and he, he you know, the, the way he he sees football is has been fantastic. And, you know, I I've had a lot of conversations with him. And, you know, to be honest, we're not really that far apart in age either, which is which is great, isn't it? Um <laughs> but, you know, he's he's come in and, and he's he's sat down and, and spoke to me and we've had honest conversations about where where my career can go and and, and what I can make the most of it, you know because obviously I don't know how long I've got left in the game, you know, there's, there's, there's no hiding from, from that. And, you know, so but I feel like I'm in a, in great shape and great form. I look after myself, you know, there's, I can't tell you the last time I got injured, I think it was when I was at Derby, which was seven, eight years ago now. Um, So yeah, I look after myself and, and yeah, like I said, I've had honest conversations with him. You know, he spoke to me about how he was, I think he got back in the premiership at 32 and then he saw out his career for the, for the next three years. So he said that, you know, and I've not been shy away from what I obviously want to achieve and and what I can make the mess of my career is and you know, like I said, I've I've sat down, I've spoken with him and and you know, he's been honest with me and 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 he wants to push me to to get to that place, not just me, but other people and you know, so you know, I think we're on the we're on the same wavelength and and like I said, I'm really enjoying playing football for him and I've had to take on a different role and and he knows that in, in the of the leadership. So, you know, he I think you're looking at me and the likes of Mika and you know we have played at the the top level and been involved in in big games so you know it, it is a different thing and it is a different um like i said a different role for me uh, you know which i haven't done at done at other clubs so you know I, i'm really embracing it i'm really enjoying it and and you know it's it's, it's been great for me
0: hype train is and we're like, oh my God, we're um, so good. We just stopped that crap. Ireland could win the World Cup. Let's be honest. Oh, Shane could. I know. Why are we so afraid yeah. of this? OTB AM live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. The last time you were on this show was around three years ago and you, you were very open and honest about some of the racism you've experienced. And you, you mentioned at the time an incident with a young Irish fan that, that got a lot of attention. It does feel over the last three years that things have got a whole lot worse, both here in Ireland, both in the UK, both in society and in football. And, you know, we've covered the John Yems case a lot recently. And Curtis Fleming was on with us talking very passionately about the young players in a situation like that, in a dressing room like that. And how many young non-white players must have been lost to the system from coaches like that. I know you've always never shied away from these sort of conversations. When you read the the John Yem's ruling and the decision of unconscious racism, how did you feel about that? And and when you think back to dressing rooms you've been in, has football has football moved on from that? Do you look at that as an isolated case, or do you, do you fear that actually there's a lot of dressing rooms or the sort of language he used is is more commonplace than we might suspect?
1: Um. I mean, I can only really speak on, on the changes that I've been in. It's not been like that. For him to be ruled unconscious was a bit crazy, considering what, what he said. So he was clearly thinking about what he was saying. Um, and then for him to to get a platform to speak on Talk Sport, which was quite embarrassing, to be honest, after what he said. And then he feels that he was owed an apology. It's crazy. But, you know, for a man of of his age and experience, really, I mean, I don't really know too much about him, but, you know, that, that shouldn't be happening um, especially in this day and age and, and and like i said it's it happens too frequently you know if it's happening there you know you want to come into a club and feel that that's your safe space where nothing's happening away from because obviously let's don't get away from the social media makes it 10 times worse there's so many people that can say whatever they want so when you're coming into the club and you're coming around your teammates your manager you know you want to be able to feel that you're in a safe space where you're able to to speak to them about anything and and, and that's what you should be able to a manager i think I think a lot of times, especially with managers, they don't understand the players. Everyone's got different needs, and everyone uh, is is different. And you know, so for him, for him to do that is is, is shocking. And and I, I didn't really follow the the case too much. Sometimes I like to to stay away and stay away from it all and not really read upon it. But you know, it, it is shocking, and you know, it it shouldn't be happening. And it doesn't really set out great precedents for for the young people coming through. And people that might not be mentally strong enough to deal with it, you know, they might put them on edge and it, uh, you know, it can, it can harm people's, harm people's careers. Definitely. That's for sure. And, you know, it, it might not be able to, and like I said, you want to be coming into the club to feel great and be able to perform at your best. Cause that's initially what we're here to do. You, you know, you want to come in and you want to be the best footballer that you can be. So, but then to come in and, and that to happen is, it, it is shocking. Really. It is.
0: There are obviously a lot of issues still around the game and, Patrick Vieira was talking, yesterday about being still quite troubled about the fact that he's the only black manager in the Premier League. There's, I think, only eight non-white managers in the 92 clubs. You're at that stage where you're probably looking, I know you want to get back to the Premier League, but you're probably also looking as to what comes next within football. <laughs> Hard thing to talk about, but like, do you, do you feel you're in a position you'll be given a or crack at a whip?
1: God, I'm not really full about it. Um you know, the gaffer's actually been on to me about my badges and stuff like that. He thinks, you know, it's something that I could do and and, and look at. But, um, yeah, it's, it's it's a tough one. Like I said, it's not really something that I thought about. Mm. And there's clearly obviously something because a lot of the people that are in the game, they know that maybe they're not given a fair chance. And, you know, maybe they do feel they they feel their opportunities are limited. So, you know, there's there's got to be a lot more that we can do. You know, you, you look at other sports and you know there's especially in america there's there's a lot of black coaches black managers however you want to call it and and I, I believe there's some sort of ruling i think within nfl yeah the rooney rule yeah yeah so you know i think there's there's definitely a lot of a lot of progress that that needs to be made in in this country and and to be given an opportunity and, and you know i think a lot of players can look at that and see that they aren't going to be given an opportunity so they may not go into that into that line of work and, and they may look at, at, at different alternatives but yeah it's I think that's it's a discussion that needs to be had because it as you can see it's coming up frequently and i think a lot of people can see that so you know the the people that are higher up need to need to come together they maybe need to speak to to players and 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 the managers and and the people from from different ethnicities and, and and see what they can do to to make it more of a an even playing ground
0: in that sense I'm definitely not trying to age you either. Obviously, when you have a 38 year old manager, as you say, he's probably something he's thinking about getting you into as quickly as possible. Uh, one last thing, then uh, Ireland and the internationals that are six, seven weeks away—the start of a new campaign against France. Your opportunities have been somewhat limited under Stephen Kenny. You started that game at home against Ukraine uh, last summer, the one nil defeat, but it's sort of been in and out of squads and in and out of appearances. Where are you with international football at the moment? Oh
1: yeah, um yeah, know
0: i've I've been in and out
1: um, I think there's a a lot of, a lot of reasons and a lot of things that have happened over the years. i, I think with certain decisions that happen, people obviously bring them up and obviously since that World Cup playoff final as well, i mean i've I've took a lot of flack for that. I mean, for the obviously the young world, there was nothing I could do about it hit the post and hit my leg and went in, but you know, somehow I've, I think I've been blamed for a, for a lot of it, even though there was still 11 men on that pitch. But you know, it's one of them. I'll, I'll never live it down. But you know, for me, obviously, I'll, I'm, I I want to get back in the island setup and and become a regular. And and like I said over the the previous few years, like I'm not i have not been in maybe a great place. But you know, it's it's the same with Ireland. It's it's been tough. I've I've took a lot of stick. I took a lot of flak and for different various reasons, maybe from the manager playing me center mid as well, which obviously was wasn't my fault, even though I think I, I performed quite well when I was in there. And, you know, um and yeah, it's been it's been tough. Like I said, um when when I've been playing well I believe at Club, you know, I haven't been given an opportunity to to play. Um, but you know, it, it's it's one of them I'm, I'm not really thinking about it too much. I think Docks has done me 10-nil. <laughs> Going to Atletico, that's made it even harder. now.
0: <laughs> well, it, it, you have been in that unfortunate situation where, <coughs> by actually, the strongest area of the field where we've consistently had two Premier League players, if not three Premier League players, has been in that sort of right side.
1: Yeah, no, no. So I, I, I understand that, that that's there's there's that as well. But yeah, I mean, I can only just concentrate on myself and 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 what I'm doing, and you know, obviously, my full focus is and uh, my first focus is 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 doing well for for Hull and in his club and. And, you know, if I can concentrate on myself and be the best version of me, then, you know, them opportunities come along. Um, and 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 that's how I'm, I'm seeing it. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see for next month. Um, whether or not it'll call me up, I don't know. I, I believe that I've had a good season. I'm playing well. And I think I've been playing well for the for the last year. Played well at Forest as well. So if you add that in, maybe the last, the last year, I think I've been very consistent. But like I said, I've not really been able to, since maybe the the this um, obviously from Mick McCarthy coming in and, and this manager, you know, I, I think my opportunities have been limited. Um, you know, obviously there has been times where you, you feel like you should be playing. Most players do. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's, you know, it's, it has been tough. It was, it kind of was similar with the the, the Fulham situation, not in terms of but the way not playing and, and how I was feeling. And And different things there was there was a lot of factors so you know and 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 for me like I said it's it's been a it's been a line in progress over over the last few years and you know like I said I I did lose myself and I'll be I'll be the first to admit and obviously I'm disappointed in myself that that I allowed that to happen but you know these things happen and you know like I said I'm taking it game by game and moment by moment and and if I can bring the best out of me and the best version of myself and I know what I bring to the team and my ability and and what I can achieve like I said and. In these next few years, and with this club and whatever, then the opportunities carry on, and, and and they fall into place. And you know, I can take confidence looking at the likes of Tim Reid, my ex-teammate, and he didn't get called up for years, and then all of a sudden he's he's in the World Cup. And I think Tim's now thirty-five. I'm going to take a year off, and maybe thirty-four. <laughs> um, you know, and he hadn't been I think regular in too, the Premier League. Yeah, regular in the Premier League. So. Like you, like you said, you you have to look at that, and I, like I said, I can't look at what's happened in the past. I can I can only look forward now, and and I can con- only control what happens day by day. And
0: you I do think, sound like a man who'd be in a good position uh, to give Aaron Connolly a bit of advice. Oh uh, yeah,
1: no, he's he's done well. He's coming, and and you know he's, you know that's the wrong. He's he's got talent, hasn't he? So, and and he'll probably be the first to admit maybe he he hasn't lived his life right, and and certain things haven't gone the way. But you know, ultimately, that's the only way you learn really as well um, and 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 if he can learn from that and if he can keep pushing himself and you know he's he's got that bite about him you know he wants to do well he wants to succeed and so I'm um, I'm sure that he'll be putting his name in the hat for for the for next for next month as well as as well as Shawnee as well Shawnee McLaughlin he's been he's been fantastic since he's coming to the team as well and and I think it's time that he he definitely deserves a call-up I, I believe so you know him there's no reason why and like I said him Obviously, I'm an older older statement in this team and um, I'm helping a lot of the young lads. So if anyone needs advice and and, and different things like that, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to speak with
0: them. Iris, you've been brilliant with your time. Uh, keep up the good work and hopefully we we'll see you in Dublin next month. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. All the football you love in one place. Across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports.